Hey guys, it's Leah B from Prestige Veteran Medical Consulting. I'm a U.S. Army veteran, physician assistant, and former CMP examiner. So today I'm going to come on and do a video about hypothyroidism and VA disability and what to expect in a CMP exam or a compensation and pension exam. I've gotten a lot of positive feedback that some of these videos related to what to expect in a CMP exam have been kind of helpful. So I hope that this one continues to be helpful as well. Um, so what is hypothyroidism? So your, well, what is your thyroid, right? So your thyroid is a gland that is found um, like in your neck, right? And it can be underactive, overreactive, or work normally. And in many people, in many veterans, um, they can start to develop an underactive thyroid gland, right? Um, there are many reasons why. One of the most common reasons why is something called um, autoimmune hypothyroidism or often referred to as Hashimoto's um, thyroiditis or Hashimoto's thyroid disorder. It's often There's often a genetic component to it, the strong family history and association, but it can sometimes just be, you know, it can just happen, right? You can just have your thyroid just stop functioning and, and not work properly and start to deteriorate and your own body attacks itself, right? There can be other causes of hypothyroidism or underactive, right? Hypoactive means it's not working well enough. Hyperactive means whatever the gland is, whether it's um, the thyroid or whatever, hyperactive means it's working too much, right? So a hypothyroidism is underactive thyroid. So what are some of those um, symptoms of hy hypoactive thyroid? Let me share screen with you guys because I have a really neat little diagram that I think is kind of cool. So um, uh, underactive thyroid, right? So the thyroid doesn't produce, produce enough of certain crucial hormones, right? So here's like a normal thyroid. Here's like one that is not working. It's big and bulky and there's problems with it. It's enlarged. Um, and people will start to develop issues like weight gain, fatigue, slowed heart rate, elevated, you can have elevated blood pressure, muscle weakness, muscle aches. If you're a woman, you can have changes in menstrual strike cycle, um, dry skin, impaired memory, so on and so forth. You guys can kind of see all these things. Um, so, th so those are some of those signs and symptoms that can start to develop when you have an underactive thyroid, right? Um, how are these related to VA disability? Okay. Um, let's see. Let me toggle back over to myself. Okay. So we see these on a primary and secondary basis. So what does that mean exactly? So on a primary basis, I mean, perhaps you were diagnosed on active duty, right? If you were diagnosed with hypothyroidism, whatever the cause may be, um, and you started getting treatment on active duty, this, the symptoms developed, et cetera, you can be directly service connected for that. Okay. On a secondary basis, if your thyroid disorder was caused or worsened by another service connected disorder, you can be service connected for that as well. Um, here's an example, right? Let's say you have cancer, right, of some other organ. Let's say you have, um, you know, I'm thinking, let's say you have lung cancer and then it spreads to your thyroid gland, okay? And you let's say you developed lung cancer while you were on active duty and you got service connected for your lung cancer and then it got better and you had treatment, but then it metastasized, it got worse and it spread to your thyroid. And now your thyroid is not working. This is different than uh, Hashimoto's hypothyroidism, but 
your, your thyroid stops working because some other disorder, the cancer perhaps, is causing it to underperform, right? Your thyroid can be connected that way. Now, when it comes to traditional Hashimoto's thyroid disorder, sometimes there are a lot of studies, and I'll do another video on this on another day, where we see that um, certain mental health conditions and other stress-related disorders can cause um, some autoimmune reactions and impair your body's ability to um, function properly. And some of these glands can be jacked up, basically. And so, again, I'll do another video later on about PTSD and its effect on um, and its effect on the thyroid gland. Okay. So let's get on to the CMP exam. So the CMP exam. Um, you are going to be able to expect that after you file a claim for disability on your own or with the help of a VSO or accredited claims agent or an attorney, none of which I'm none of those things, right? So I don't give advisement on the claims process. I'm just a medical expert. I help people with medical opinions, um, call, often referred to as nexus letters, if, if and when they um, request them. They're never needed, but sometimes they can be helpful, right? You can also get those from your primary care doctor or the VA or whoever. Um, but if you file a claim, you can ask your, you can either, first off, I guess, go to va.gov. I'm going to show you guys this thing called the disability benefit questionnaire. So the DBQ is what you're going to get filled out at your CMP exam. You can also get your private doctor to fill one of these out and submit with your claim. But you're going to get a letter in the mail after you file your claim, right? And that letter is going to say, show up to this place for your CMP exam, wherever the location is going to be. It's going to tell you the date and the time and who the doctor is, okay? Or the PA or the nurse practitioner. They don't have to be an endocrinologist or a specialist in that field. It should be a doctor or a nurse practitioner or a PA, okay? we It could be an OBGYN. They're, they're a medical doctor as well, okay? Okay. Um, it really shouldn't be like a psychologist or an audiologist or something performing this type of examination, okay? Um, they don't have training in that, right? Um, but a general practitioner has training in thyroid disorders and can treat them, okay? So you're going to, you can pull up the DBQ on va.gov and that's what they're going to run down when you get there, okay? Now this, this document is, was made so that when the raters look at it, they can help it can help them to figure out where you fall in the rating criteria based on what the CMP examiners check um, regarding your symptoms, okay? So I'm going to show you guys this real quick. Okay, so this is a, this is a thyroid DBQ, okay? So now there are multiple conditions on this DBQ. We're going to skip over some of them. I'm going to expand this a little bit, okay? Um, so if you have your private doctor fill one of these out, you can get it on va.gov. You can see that up here. It's from va.gov. Um, you can take this to your private doctor and they can fill it out for you. It's going to, they're going to ask them, you know, did they, you examine them in person? If it's your treating doctor, um, did they, um, what records did they review? List the information they reviewed, you know, your VA records, your claims file, whatever. In the diagnosis section, it's going to ask, have you ever had a thyroid or parathyroid condition? If yes, check, right? So here's a whole bunch of thyroid and parathyroid disorders. Um, specifically, we were talking about hypothyroidism today. Um, it's going to ask for that ICD code and the date of diagnosis. Um, if there's additional diagnosis, list them. Describe the history. When did it onset? Um, you know, how, what's been going on with it, a brief summary. Um, have you had any 
radioactive therapy related to your thyroid. Some people, especially if they've had cancer, may have had that, right? Um, have, has the veteran had any other type of treatments? You know, specify what that is. Um, have you had any residual endocrine dysfunction following that treatment? Okay. Do you have any of the following signs or symptoms related to your thyroid? Yes or no, musculoskeletal symptoms, respiratory symptoms, cardiovascular, gastrointestinal, um, genitourinary, reproductive, skin symptoms, eye involvement, neurologic, mental and psychological symptoms, dental and oral conditions. Does the veteran currently have any finding signs or symptoms related to a hyperthyroid condition? Okay. Um, does the veteran currently have any findings of thyroid enlargement? Okay. Does the veteran have any findings or signs and symptoms attributable to a hypothyroid condition? Yes or no. Um, these are, you know, very much more specific related to you having um, a, a very uncontrolled thyroid, right? Muscular weakness, cold intolerance, cardiovascular involvement, mental disturbances, et cetera. Okay. Um, do you have a diagnosis of thyroiditis? Okay. Now here's some stuff on the parathyroid. We're not going to go over that today. That's another section. So if you don't have a parathyroid disorder and you simply have a thyroid disorder, they're going, they're not going to fill this portion out. Okay. Um, and that is for the entire section four. Okay. So we're going to skip that. Now we're going to go to section five, physical exam. Um, how, do you have exophthalmus, meaning are your eyes kind of bugged out? You guys should go Google that. It's an interesting look. Um, is your neck, what is it normal? Is it abnormal? Is it enlarged? Okay. Does it have some disfigurement? How is your pulse? Is it regular or irregular? Your blood pressure, your reflexes, they're going to check your reflexes. Okay. Your bicep, tricep, knee, ankle, brachioradialis. Um, most DBQs ask about scars. You know, if you had a surgery related to your thyroid, there's going to be a different DBQ that they have to fill out related to that. Tumors. If you haven't had any kind of tumors related to your thyroid, this portion is not going to be filled out. If you have, they're going to fill that out related to the tumor or cancer, whether it's cancerous or non-cancerous. Um, any other pertinent physical findings they're going to fill out. Any diagnostic testing, whether you've had an MRI, ultrasound, thyroid, uh, thyroid scan, CT scan, labs, okay? Um, any other significant findings? Then they ask about your work. How, does your thyroid or parathyroid impact your ability to work? Any remarks? And then they're done, right? So let me stop sharing. So I hope this was helpful um, about the thyroid. I'm going to do another video about thyroid disorders related to mental health conditions. I think that's a really... Um, that's a condition that I, I think is is kind of important because I think stress can really impact the body's, um, you know, immune system, right? And, and so I've seen a lot of veterans be approved for things like that. And that's one that veterans don't think about a lot. So if you have any questions or comments, please drop them below. I hope this video is helpful. Thanks for hanging out. Please subscribe and like the channel. Thanks for um, your support. And I hope this was helpful. See you guys.